can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. From the yeah, Anajar yeah. and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVeca, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Oh, boy. Let's, uh, should I, Stone, should I tell people about the FAU MBA Sport Management Program? I think it would be the smartest thing you've done today. Okay. Well, that... That is definitely understating it. Uh, first, first, before I do that, let's get to some messages from fans here. Ronald, Ken, uh, your Mahomes is a bad Kermit impression. I mean, Ronald, have you ever heard the guy talk? Uh, Kermit the Frog is like yeah. in his neighborhood. Maybe like that's, dude, yeah, dude hasn't heard Mahomes before. If you can do Kermit, you can do Pat. Yes. Okay? Exactly. Uh, Tim... What a clown-ass radio show. I mean, Tim, I don't know what to tell you. Shout out, Tim. One, you were listening to that. Two, I don't know. Go listen to a podcast. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. In the podcast form, by the way, if you go check us out on, on any place you get your podcast, you can mm-hmm. just skip right through the Mahomes part. That's right. It's the great thing about podcasts. And it's free. Yeah. I mean, Tim, if Tim's going to do oh, a clown-ass radio show, I don't even care if he listens to our podcast. Well, I want him to still download it. Don't listen don't, to it, Tim. Yeah, you know what? I don't care. Bleep off, Tim. Tim. Yeah, Tim can also come pull up to the studios right now and punch him in his face. Yeah, what's no. up, Tim? <laughs> I'm feeling kind of feisty, too. Oh, God. Uh, Pete messages. Ken, I never Does heard Pete how... Pete want to get punched in the face, too? <laughs> Tell Pete to pull up. <laughs> uh, Ken, I never heard how Theo all of a sudden became a KC fan. Usually, it's based on where you grew up or where you live now. How do you go Panthers to the Chiefs? It seems kind of fake. No disrespect to Theo. He's great on the air, but the KC thing sounds like BS. Yeah. Pete, with part of those, with part of what you said, I mean, Stone and I wouldn't disagree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, Theo very, is very liberal when it comes to where he's from. He's yes. from, like, 17 different places in I the United of States of America. Yeah, a lot of roots. Uh, but uh, I'll, I'll tell you the story, and this is where Theo gets away with it. This is genuine. Because we put together a a bit around it. That means it's real. Yeah. Okay. Um, but but Theo, just explain explain real quick why you decided to turn your back on the Panthers. So uh, on this show, back when it was Ken Levick alive, I announced that if the Carolina Panthers actually went out and traded for Baker Mayfield, I would renounce my Panthers fandom. Right. I said it before it was even really a reality. Mm-hmm. Two or three months past, they do it. <laughs> so I become a fan free agent. I'm a man of my word before anything. Right. Right. Before I'm a fan, I'm, I'm Theo Dorsey, right? My name is all I got. So I stood by my, my word, and I renounced and my And your Panthers government fandom. name well, is what you got, too. <laughs> I got that one, too. We, yeah. We'll talk yeah. about that one. Uh-huh. Right. Some people might be hitting me up for some, uh, some alimony <laughs> or something. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> from but, your past. Yeah, from my past. You never know. Um, so, so I became a fan-free agent. I had four options, and I narrowed it down to the Kansas City Chiefs because also my birthplace, my birthrights, reside in Kansas, which I know they what, play in Missouri. Do you know what town it was? What town was it? Overland Park, the OP. OP? Shout out OP, baby. Everybody shout out from OP. The, everybody out here in Palm Beach County, the Treasure Coast from the OP. Big shouts to y'all, man. That's where I was born. You can tell your relatives back home, hey, yo, I heard Theo Dorsey, ESPN West Palm. He was actually he's from the OP. Uh, that's me, baby. Yeah, yeah, Tim was born in the suburbs of Wellington down here, uh-huh. the one who's tweeting at us. Yeah, Tim is lame. He, he don't even know what the OP is. He couldn't make it a day in the OP. Not a clue. Yeah. So so what we did is we put together a signing day ceremony for Theo <laughs> where he chose between the Panthers, the Chiefs, and the Dolphins, and uh, he uh, he chose the Chiefs. So that's how he became a Chiefs fan. Yes. It wasn't just he woke up one day and said, well, I'm a Chiefs fan. I mean, I guess he kind of did, no. but, um, but we did like a whole thing. 
around it to make it more official. Yes. And I did, yeah. I mean, for those that are interested, I did grow up liking the Chiefs because of my Kansas roots. I loved Dante Hall back in the day. I used to support Priest Holmes. You know, uh, it was it was always a part of me. But then but Theo's also from Houston. Yeah, I am he's from also Houston. from Houston. And and then he became a Panthers fan. And New Orleans is my second home as well. But, you know, it's, Jesus, it's again. Man. Big Deshaun like Watson guy. <laughs> we need a chart. Like, I feel like we need to come up with a chart to explain where Theo's from. Because it's 17 different places. Yeah, man. I got roots everywhere, dog. And the thing is, that, that's why I don't go my, by my government name. When, you, when you're when oh, so spread thin like that, <laughs> you can't right. be risking that's it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. True. What is yeah. that government name, by the way? I just I don't even recall. Okay. Yeah, you got to ask the government. <laughs> <laughs> got to ask the government. Uh, let me tell you about the FA. So, th- so there you go, by the way, Pete. There you go, Pete. That's the, that's the answer to your question. Yeah. So it's okay to think that Theo's a little sketchy with this whole thing, but there was like a we, – we put some work in it. Happened, it wasn't yeah. – yeah, it wasn't just spur of the moment You watched it stuff. play out, yeah. Yeah. As far as you, Tim, bleep off. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you about the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. This is where you plant your roots in uh, your quest – to make it into the sports industry. This is where you is a little seed, you're watered, you receive the sunshine, and you grow, and you sprout, and you get those rings around your trunk, and uh, you solidify yourself as a player in the sports industry. This is where you learn. This is where you are are, are really, really built up into someone that can be a force in the sports industry. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport for for 23 years, this has been one of the standards, not only in the U.S., but in the world when it comes to postgraduate sport management degrees. We're talking elite-level stuff in your own backyard, Boca Raton, the FAU campus, or you can take the courses online, of course. But the FAU MBA Sport Management Program just named the number 10 postgraduate sport management degree program in the entire world. That's the planet. That is seven continents and five Five oceans. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Sign up for summer semester and fall semester classes today. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. And Stone, what did we say is the fifth ocean? Oh, that would be the... Arctic. It's not the Arctic. Nope. That was already yeah. uh, well named. Oceanic. Nope. No, that would be stupid. It would be the Indian. Uh, no. no. No, that was my guess last time, and I was ridiculed for the, it. The fifth ocean, that would be... We got Pacific, we got Atlantic, we got mm-hmm. Arctic. And you've got the Indian and we Ocean. we got the Indian Ocean. There's one more. Yeah. One more that just got added officially. Transatlantic. No. Nope. <laughs> this would be the... You got one more guess. Mm, Caribbean. People are screaming at their radios right now. Caribbean. This would be No, that's the, a C. All right. <laughs> that's fine. I look at it as an ocean, so that's this cool. This is tough. And <laughs> I, I don't know if I should even know this, right? If it just recently got added. It's like, <laughs> add, it's like adding a new planet, right? Like It is like if Pluto became a planet again. Exactly. I like Stone's style. He's just is like, why? you're asking the wrong guy. He kind of like made yeah. you feel bad for asking the question. It's the Southern Ocean. Ah, I almost went Northern, but that would still would have been wrong. That would have been, been the Arctic, because the Arctic is the one that's Northern. That's right. right. That's right. That's right. what I was thinking. So Southern Ocean is the f- Fourth Ocean. Fifth. Fifth Ocean. Yep. There you go. Let me write that okay. down. Uh, appreciate yeah. that. Good. Glad we did that. Use, uh, use that. 
You guys, uh, since we're at the midway point of the NFL season, which is um, which is is tricky because now we're talking uh, seventeen games, right? But I guess it's eighteen weeks now, so we do have a delineation mark. Uh, Want to give some midterm grades? I would love to. Yeah, let's do that. Let's uh, let's open up class and start making some record, report cards, boys. Lavica, Theo, and Stone, and the midterm grades here on ESPN 106.3. By the way, my school never had one of those bells. It was just like a beep. Everybody's school just had a beep, honestly. Yeah. I miss the days of yeah. that bell. Yeah, exactly. That feels like school. That's like nostalgia the right there. Yeah, that's nostalgia for but the sure. the nostalgia we didn't experience, the nostalgia we saw in the old movies. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Let's give grades to our teams that we follow, me, the Dolphins, uh, Theo, the Chiefs, and Stone, because of his love of Aaron Rodgers, the New York Jets. Grades, A, B, C, D, F. Let's start with the Dolphins, guys, and I'm going to give the Dolphins a B. They get a B here. They are, in my opinion, after Sunday, still too flawed for me to think they're a Super Bowl contender. They sure are fun. I think they're much more complete, especially defensively. That unit is starting to wake up, but the offense at times is still too flimsy for me. They can be thrown off rhythm, off timing. They are definitely not a team that I feel confident can make a deep playoff run. Are they good yes are they gonna win the afc east probably the dolphins to me get a b theo what about you i get the dolphins an a um and i know what the argument is against the dolphins right now right they're 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 zero and three against teams with a winning record six and zero against those with losing records um but at the end of the day we're, we're nine weeks into the season you're leading your division. You have a, a really big grasp on it. The Bills are 5-4, and four, by the right. way. Right, I was going to say, you do have a game lead, yeah. and you're starting to, to rack up some space. And, and, and if you're the Dolphins, too, one thing we can't let get lost in all of this is the Miami Dolphins are fun. The Miami Dolphins put a fun product out there week after week. They give us something to be excited about as fans, as objective fans that don't care about the outcome, as fantasy football fans. And for that very reason alone, being 6-3, and three, being a fun team to watch, as well as, again, let's talk about barometers for success. It's up against expectation. If I told you, Ken, in the preseason that the Dolphins nine weeks in would be 6-3, and three, you would say that's right on schedule, if not ahead of where you would think they would be at, especially given the teams they played early uh, sure. because they did have those three teams that are kind of on paper better than them. They lost to those three teams, but they beat the teams they should beat. They're 6-3. and three, They're going into the bye. The Dolphins get an A for me. Uh, so I give the Dolphins a B. Theo gives the Dolphins an A. Stone, what are you giving the Dolphins, Mr. Labanowitz? I don't think you can go anything higher than a B. Really, the elephant in the room being the three teams, obviously not a winning record. Um, I get all that. I think one thing to look forward to is the remaining schedule. I mean, we talk about teams with losing records. Come on. I mean, you get them after each other, after each other. It's Las Vegas after the bye, obviously. Then it's the Jets. Then it's the Commanders. Then it's the Titans. Then it's the Jets again. Your next series game is Christmas Eve, and you take on the Dallas Cowboys. So they're going to keep winning games, right? It's a B. It can only go up from here. But the elephant in the room, obviously, I don't think is a hurdle that I'm ready to jump over with the Miami Dolphins. you got to beat one of the contenders uh, to, get, to, to take it seriously. I think it's, it's as simple as that. Let's hear Nostalgia Classroom Bell again here as we give midterm grades through nine weeks of the NFL season here on the Vicka, Theo, and Stone. Let's go to the Chiefs, and uh, we'll let Theo start here. The Chiefs, what do you grade them out? I give the Chiefs a B-. minus. Um, the, the expectation here is different in Kansas City, right? Um, you had a chance and to make... And Overland Park. And Overland Park, the OP. OP. Shout out. Shout out the dirty OP, baby. Hey, y'all know what it is. Y'all know what we got. The D.O.P. That's all we got. 
All right, OPK, Overland Park. What are we doing? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you should have stopped it like three I know, seconds. I just, I know. Now we're just saying letters. I know, I know. We get lubed up in the DOP. <laughs> Go no ahead. D. There's no D. You said so. dirty OP. Oh, you're right. The dirty OP. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Okay, let's get back to football here. The grade for the Chiefs. I, I got to go B minus here. Um, again, the offense isn't clicking. They've had opportunities to have get right games, and it hasn't hit yet. Uh, Travis Kelsey looks a little unhealthy. Um, hopefully, he gets right going into the bye and coming out of it. But you do stand at seven and two. You do have the one seed. I just think that it hasn't been fun. It hasn't been as fun. That's the reason why I'm grading this thing with a little bit of a curve for the Dolphins. It's been fun. The expectations are low. You're six and three. For the Chiefs, you're seven and two, and the product hasn't been as fun to watch unless you're a defensive junkie. So I think a B minus is fair. It's still passing. I give the Chiefs an A because they don't do anything in a dynamic manner, but they are like the Eagles, consistent. They have a scheme. They follow it. Pat Mahomes can make miracles happen. Uh, you have Travis Kelsey, who's always there as a cushion. They have countless distractions with uh, Taylor Swift showing up to a handful of games and all the nonsense that surrounds that whole escapade. I think the Chiefs clearly, clearly uh, the least talented they've been on the off uh, offensive side of the ball individually in quite some time, and they still find themselves with the one seed in the AFC halfway through the season i think all things considered you have got to give the chiefs an a because they just weather storm after storm after storm after storm stone yeah i uh i, I think i'm going a plus here i mean you're seven and two and patrick mahomes you're throwing balls to um mbs justin watson sky Moore, rashi rice travis kelsey is in and out of this lineup and he does look a little banged up right now theo it's an a plus you're seven and two you just kind of beat up on everybody's shiny new toy internationally there's nothing that patrick mahomes can do wrong and i think until proven otherwise they should be a standard A+. plus. This team's awesome. Now let's get to the Jets. Let's grade mm. out the Jets. Uh, Stone, we'll let you start with uh, grading the Jets here. This should be good. Let's go B+. plus. Let's go B+. plus. Uh, I think you're still treading water. That's the goal. That's what it is, right? And you heard the uh, soundbite from Aaron Rodgers dapping up with Derman James after the game. Hey, when you come back, say, give me a couple weeks. I, I, Joe Douglas went on record saying that Aaron Rodgers will be joining the team before the season's over with. So if you can continue to tread water and the Bills want to play games to get silly, I, I think... They've done enough, right? There was a show to graphic last night that I thought was almost comical in a sense. It was Zach Wilson has won his last three starts for the Jets. I just think hearing something like that is wasn't expected at all. They're exceeding expectations, to say the least. They were plus 135 on the money line against an L.A. Chargers team last night. Like They're still fighting. They're still respected. I'll go B-plus. Just keep treading water, baby, before A-Rod's back. Yeah, I'll give the Jets a B, too, if B stands for butt. Uh, I'm actually going to give the Jets a D, largely because, yeah, that defense is great. That defense is great, but it, it, Robert Sala brought in uh, the Aaron Rodgers lackey and Nathaniel Hackett simply because you're sitting there and you're sucking up to this guy who loves to make headlines and loves to be the rebel and he's going to come in and be the savior. Here, Aaron. Here, Aaron. Here, Aaron. Here. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. You put all your eggs in the Aaron Rodgers basket and then what happens? He gets hurt two plays in and you're left with the lackey who has no idea what he's doing. He didn't call any players to do anything notable when he was in Green 
Bay with Aaron Rodgers. He sure as hell didn't do anything as the head coach as the Denver Broncos. So you bring him on and it is clear he has no idea what to do if Aaron Rodgers is not involved. He has somehow made Zach Wilson worse. That offense is a travesty. It actually is a blight on humanity trying to watch that offense uh, move the ball more than four or five inches at a time. It is a complete embarrassment and it does a disservice to the defensive side of the ball. The Jets get a D because Robert Sala caved to Aaron Rodgers. Theo? I think you're too nice. I'm giving the Jets an F. I think the New York Jets are an unserious football franchise. I think they are a completely unserious football franchise and bringing in Aaron Rodgers this offseason was never going to change that. If you have the opportunity, you know what Zach Wilson is. It's not like this is Zach Wilson's rookie season. It's not like he just sat on the bench all year last year. You knew what you had in that sample size, which is the reason why you went out this offseason and got Aaron Rodgers, right? So now you come into the year, and maybe, just maybe, Aaron Rodgers getting hurt four plays in was a blessing in disguise for you because it's early enough. You get the win against the Bills. You have a chance to set this team up to have success. You can make a trade for one of these quarterbacks that are on the market. We saw a team do it at the trade deadline in the Minnesota Vikings. Look at how that turned out for him. Josh Dobbs didn't take a single snap at practice, and he's out here torching the Atlanta Falcons, leading the Vikings to victory. But the Jets sat on their hands yep. week after week after week. They're after four and four. Week after, no, no. They're four and four with a championship level. De- the Jets' defense should be the number one unit in the NFL right I'm now. With Theo, the fact that the Jets just stayed still at the trade deadline is malpractice. It is it is football malpractice. It's inconceivable. It's a disservice Stupid. to that fan base. I hate to sit here and play the results, but we're talking about a Jets team, and and, and yeah, my fandom does come from Aaron Rodgers and almost in a comedy sense. But at the same time, that, that has a win against the Philadelphia Eagles that yeah. the Miami Dolphins don't. That lost to your Kansas City Chiefs by three points, yeah. right? With Zach Wilson not even being in rhythm, that beat the Denver Broncos. Zach Wilson who beat your Kansas City Chiefs, right? So I'm sitting here playing the results. They're 4-4 four four right now. for 17 games. What was the goal? What was the goal? Why would you go get Aaron Rodgers with this team if you don't think they can win a championship? And if you think you have the team to win a championship and you have an opportunity to go out and get yourself a quarterback right. that can help you tread water or win more games or win the championship it's for you? serious. Ken, are they really hinging the bets of this year on a dude coming back that's 39 years right. old? You're from damn right we are. From an you're that damn makes, right we are. Right. That's which why makes, you're an unserious franchise. Makes, exactly. That makes the Jets an unserious franchise because they're going to sit there and get on their knees at night and pray uh, alongside their bed, looking at the stars, saying, Lube please, up. please, star up above, <laughs> star up above, please grant me uh, the health of Aaron Rodgers so we can play three games at the end of the year. That's unserious football business. It's be, a travesty. They'll beat the Miami Dolphins on November 24th. That's cute, Stone. What's the goal? They'll beat the Miami Dolphins on the That's November not 24th. Cute. It's all it's What's the, the goal? The, the, yeah, see, Stone is indicative, though, of all of the Jets franchise now, which is, oh, these small, petty battles. Let's go ahead and just take... Uh, they, they don't have grand we know vision. What the goal is. They don't have grand goals. What's no, you goal? don't know what the goal What's is. The, the goal is to let the trade them. deadline. Yeah. What's the goal? Obviously, the goal, as funny as it sounds, it's is to, to beat the literally tread water right now. And you want to let the Bills flail as they can. The you want to sneak the way into the playoffs. They're 4-4 four and four right now, and their schedule's just as nice as it is Did the rest of the ways the Miami Dolphins Can we are. hear Garrett Wilson? Can we, do we have Garrett Wilson? Can yeah, we hear, hear Garrett, Garrett Wilson? Wilson? Since Stone knows the goal, since Stone's so locked right. in on the goal and the, the Jets franchise November is going so great. the Dolphins. That's the goal. Here's, here's Garrett Wilson. Uh, he seems real happy with the current situation. The Jets are on the right track after last night. I mean, there's, there's legitimate playmakers on offense, whether it's you, Breeze, Allen, 
I mean, is this something where is it just the scheme that like you guys aren't the schemes falling behind? You're being out schemed on Sundays, or? or? Um, I don't know. Man. I really don't know. You know, I like to think that that you know that isn't the case, and that you know it's truly things that we can we can all just watch the film tomorrow and be like, all right, we got to do this better, and this is the touchdown. But um, you know, I, yeah, man, I go out there and play. I, I watch film all week, and and uh, you know that wasn't that wasn't what we expected to do this. To the, um, that's not what I expected to do today, as far as the offense, you know. And, and um, I know a lot of the guys feel the same. Um, you know, like I said, it's in the schedule, man. And, and, you know, it's getting to the point where it's disappointing. You know, I hate coming off the field, looking our defense in the eyes, and, and you know, knowing that we got to send them back out there after three and out. You know, them boys are my dogs. And they come out and, and ball. They put us in a great position. It's time for us to start returning the favor, man. And, and um, it's, it's time. You know, we got to figure uh, you 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 brought in Nathaniel Hackett to to be Aaron Rodgers' lackey, and as soon as Nathaniel Hackett had to be put in a situation to get creative, and we rip on Brian Dable, but last year what did he do? He he got creative to make the Giants competitive. Nathaniel Hackett doesn't have a clue. He is he, he, Zach Wilson is the worst the worst NFL lottery pick we've ever seen at, at that position. I yeah. mean it is abysmal, and so now you're left in a situation where you're wasting talent. You sat on your hands to the trade deadline. I don't want to hear about uh, uh, the big picture with the Jets. We know the big picture. No, you don't. You don't. The Jets malpractice. I, I don't want to hear a word. Organizational malpractice. I don't want to hear a word out of Garrett Wilson's mouth. I don't want to hear a word out Why of Garrett Wilson's mouth. It's 7-0. You go get the first down that Zach Wilson threw the football and you go ahead and fumble it, give it right back to the Chargers. They go up 14-0. You're part of the problem. What about the Why are we taking Wilson... Garrett Wilson's word for anything well, right now? I understand how bad I understand how bad Zach Wilson Wilson's, is. He's horrible. He saved Zach Wilson's ass countless, countless, countless times. Week one against the Bills. Zach Wilson did it himself last week against the Giants. It was two passes. Zach Wilson is not two one. passes. You said that Zach Wilson's won his last three record. games. Yeah, Zach Wilson has not won a game for the New York Jets this year. I wasn't period. going to bat for Zach Wilson. I said the New York Jets have won their last three games. And then that no, Zach Wilson said behind Zach center. Wilson won his last three starts. I said it was he a didn't funny. Win anything. It was a funny that that was the graphic, right? Where it said Zach Wilson has won his last three starts. The Jets have won, you know, three straight heading into a primetime game where they're plus almost a pick them on the money line. I mean, they're right here in the balance. I don't want to hear anything from Garrett Wilson's mouth. But the, the Jets get uh, the only way Theo they get anything above an F is because you're taking the defense and how elite it is into play. Yeah. But they, we knew that going into the year. They knew that going into the year. The defense is elite. We know it's the best defense in the NFL. But guess what? You are literally wasting their time. This team should not be four and four right now. I, of course, if they would have got, if they got Josh Dobbs, if they went and got Jacoby Brissett, if they had, if they, you know, I would say, you know, obviously a healthy Aaron Rodgers, but he got hurt. You, if you went and got Kirk Cousins, like this, there's a way, there's an open door for them to be six and two or or anything better than this leading the AFC East with a real chance at winning a Super Bowl this year. But right now, how can you look at this team and think even if a hobbled Aaron Rodgers comes back from a ruptured Achilles that he suffered like eight weeks ago oh, I, I that mean, they're going to win a Super Bowl? The, the Jets could have gone and gotten one of those chimps that has a soundboard in front of it and communicates via sounds and pictures, and it would have been a better option than Zach Wilson if they did that before the trade deadline. It, it, they are. It, I, I will say this. That offense is just as bad as the Giants' offense. Uh, if the Jets want to sit here and say, look at the record, look at the record, look at the record, your offense is just as unwatchable as that dreck that shares that stadium. We had proof. You. They did and it we, together. They put together right the there. worst game we ever saw right <laughs> there. Ever.
I mean, that is MetLife Stadium is the offensive cathedral of suck in the NFL. It is miserable. Uh, Steve Polizino, ask Steve's when we come back. That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. All I'm saying is that the Minnesota Vikings went and got a guy in Josh Dobbs who showed up on Tuesday and they sandlotted him to a win. Like, Theo, you mean to tell me that the Jets couldn't make a competent move before the trade deadline to help out this sad sap quarterback they've got? I mean, a trade, a veteran that's on the scrap heap, anything would be better than Zach Wilson right now, who you had throw the ball 50 times yesterday. And how many points did they end up with? Uh, offensive points? What was it? Six. Six? I think yeah. just two field goals. No <laughs> touchdowns. Troy Aikman was miserable. He bought threw himself out of the booth. Did you guys not know, the game last why night? Why did you guys not know how many points they scored? Because it was a blowout and people stopped watching. You because guys weren't I watching the football co- game? I watched 27 to 6. Yeah, I went comatose <laughs> halfway through the third stone. I lost consciousness. What do you want? You could get a German Shepherd now, and train him in four they, days to play quarterback. I mean, Theo just said how many points did they score in the game, and you guys and you guys both couldn't I threw come it, up with I it. I threw it up as an alley oop. I knew the score was 27 to 6. I was watching it while I was in din- at, at a dinner I was forced to be at with my fiance and her friend in Delray Beach. You were following on the phone. And I was sitting there watching it up on the TV screen while they kept talking to me involving me in a conversation. I'm over here trying to do both, but I watched it and I saw it how bad it was. Yeah. I didn't know it was 50 passes though until I looked at the box score. Right, but but also here, Stone, don't sit there and shame us when we all damn now knew that the game was over at 14 nothing. <laughs> yeah. There's no reason to watch after 14 nothing. None. You're no talking. Reason. You're talking about a guy holding a Chargers minus three ticket. Like I knew this game was over and I was happy it was over, but come yeah. on. I mean, they scored six points, guys. <laughs> Is was it two field goals, your- or was it three safeties? I'm sorry. <laughs> Who cares? Is joint pain affecting your quality of life at Baptist Health Orthopedic Care? Our team's experienced in traditional joint replacement surgery as well as new, less invasive treatments with the goal of returning you to what you love as quickly as possible. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. For more information, Today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Time to get smart. Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer and smartest man we know, Steve Polizino. Time now for Ask Steve's. Steve Polizino is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve's, presented by PNC Bank. See how they can make a difference for you at PNC.com. You've got mail. Uh, Steve, what animal, what domesticated animal do you think could replace Zach Wilson and be trained by Sunday to play more competently than he? Yeah, I was surprised, guys, because he's been not significantly better, but marginally better. Uh, the bar is so from low. Where, from, when, from where he was. I'm stunned. I thought that the Jets this year would end up being a better version of the Jets last year and just from the time that Wilson would have spent around Rodgers in preseason, training camp, 
you know, Rodgers is obviously there to help him. Mm. Uh, one thing for sure, I'm never hiring Aaron Rodgers as an offensive coordinator. Come on, um, talk about it. He has no positive influence on Wilson and or Jordan Love. About, like, how do these teams, like, all the time that's spent in and uh, spent on identifying who will be the next quarterback in the Jets from Sam Darnold? Now, again, and you know, it goes all the way back with the Jets. They've had so many of them, um, but. After that, and then to not have, like, a viable alternative. And, look, there are not good quarterbacks out there. That Dobbs, nobody thought Dobbs is No one thinks Dobbs is good. And Dobbs, uh, he's oh, he's absolutely overachieving. Uh, yeah. And it's a he great at least has a feel see. for how to play the sport, though. Yeah. But the Jets are, the Jets kind of, I guess you get what you deserve. You went all in on him with the draft. Then this year you said, you're not our guy. We'll figure you out later. And then you get the chance again and to lay that egg, and he's so inaccurate. I mean, not Dak Prescott inaccurate, um, which was um, just an embarrassing performance to watch at the end of that game the other day against the Eagles. But, uh, yeah, Zach, Dak, I guess if your name ends in Ack, you're just an inaccurate passer. Mac? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. What a, a, what a revelation. Yeah. I, I tell you what, I think there's something to that. In Stone, I demand we start a study. Here on the Levica Theo in Stone. We'll do our own well scientific done. study. That was really good. That might be the best line, the best bar that uh, Steve has dropped uh, in uh, in quite some time. No disrespect, of course. Um, I, I, I wanted to ask you about sports divorces, Steve. Uh, what happened with Craig Council and the Milwaukee Brewers and the Chicago Cubs, that uh, love triangle, we equated it to uh, you've got this wife and maybe you, you've sort of lost your way over the last decade, but you still care for her, right? But she's got this this work buddy that uh, she she works with constantly works late nights does projects with this guy and then one day she comes in and she says i want a divorce and the next day she's engaged to this work friend and they have a summer home uh, and you're heartbroken and you don't know what to do uh the heartbroken person in this equation is the milwaukee brewers uh the 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 woman in this equation is craig council and the work buddy is the chicago cubs uh see see what we're doing I, there right i right. don't see it uh, i mean i know i i figure we're gonna get here I couldn't see it more differently. Oh, boy. What does Craig Council owe the Milwaukee Brewers? What, why is it okay for players to leave? And you know, there's a, But the, the manager has to some loyalty because he happens to be from the state? He has done more with less. He is, his wins above replacement versus any manager in the last decade dwarf when he has to sit there because he happens to be from the state? Theo, you uh, they, what is what is his obligation? Yeah. What is Theo, his obligation? Theo went to Google Ted, today. Ted, move back to Illinois. <laughs> Theo, move back to Texas. You're obligated to be there. Um, but Theo, Theo did some uh, some googling yes, today. Theo, yes. what were what were the uh, results of your Google searches uh, on Craig Council today? Uh, I found out that he his greatest achievement is making it to the championship series and making the playoffs four out of five years. But he also is now getting paid uh, like he's the greatest manager of all time in Major League Baseball. I don't get that part of it. Oh, that's then your issues should be with the Cubs, not with Craig Council. Yours is just like, oh, I think the Cubs overpaid for him. So, so Theo, someone's going to offer you something absurd, right? That could change your family's life. You would you would not consider it. He doesn't even live in Wisconsin. He lives in California. (laughs) (laughs) Why are we supposed? You you know what it is? Just admit it. It's envy. It's jealousy, and it's an easy target. Put yourself in his shoes. Make double the money. 
by the way, he can still sleep in his own in-season bed if he wants in his house mm. in Wisconsin or have an apartment in Chicago. I don't see what Craig Council is supposed to do. He has beaten the odds in Milwaukee and made made chicken salad out of you-know-what or chicken out of chicken salad. I forget what the No, you were there. Yeah, you're there. right. You're right the yeah. first time. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're doing you, it, buddy. Look at all the years. All the years he was there. Were the Brewers predicted to win? Did the Brewers have a top lineup? Did the Brewers have power hitters? Did the Brewers have an unstoppable uh, pitching staff? He always overachieved. To go to that franchise, that is so arrogant. To go to that franchise that then turned its back on a World Series hero that they notably brought in to, to manage that team with the obnoxious nature in which it operates and does business and just basically says, hey, Milwaukee, Brewers organization, thanks for, uh, for, for getting me a start in this managerial process and uh, allowing me to take this team and have success. And now I'm going to go to the, uh, the direct rivals. See ya, bleep off. I, I, I think that that's kind of crappy. I think if you were in the shoes, you'd do the exact same thing, and I think you're rea- you guys are just are opportunistic. You just it's, it's such an easy shot. And what does he have to do with that they brought the somebody who was, was there? Like, so should no one have ever managed the Cubs after Ryan Sandberg <laughs> got fired like 10 years ago? I forgot about that he era. Was the guy there? Like, come on. What does Craig Council owe the Brewers? What does he owe them? Well, nothing now. I don't understand what he owes them. And I don't understand what anything you just said because they they kicked the – who are you even talking about? Who, who are you talking about? That, David that, Ross. They, they threw David Ross. David Ross. Okay. So, all right. So, all right, I wasn't sure because there were a lot of former players have managed the Cubs before. Right? He's not supposed to go there because of David Ross. David Ross is going to be in the, and have another job. He may be the Brewers man. It's they're all they're not a fraternity. It's this is my opportunity, and he's going to have life changing, you know, life changing money, and feels like it's a maybe an organization that he can take further than he's taken there. Also, his guy's gone. His GM already left. When when what? the Brewers continue to beat the Cubs on a regular basis, then that clubhouse, that fan base has every right to slam Craig Council, to gloat over Craig of Council. Of course they do, and they should. Of course they do, and if you, of course, because it hurts when someone chooses someone. That's where the jaded lover is accurate. It hurts when someone chooses someone over someone. It, it definitely hurts, and you can justify it any way you want. I don't, I don't have a, a problem with it because it, free agents leave, free agents come, free agents go, right? It hurts a little more when it's a rival. It hurts a little, it cuts a little bit deeper, right? When someone goes from, you know, that to that. But I don't think he has any obligation, you know, to be anywhere, especially like the, the front office has changed. The people he went to work for have changed. And now the owner of the Brewers is going to come out with that Dan Gilbert esque, we'll show you which, you know, you do to, I get it, to galvanize the fans and try to put some guilt trip on him. What should he feel guilty about? Well, I hope he enjoys his money. Yeah, I I hope hope he enjoys his money. Next time you get a contract offer, you think really, from anything else, you guys think really close about how other people might feel and see if that changes your, your decision. Uh, real quick, uh, Steve, I, I did want to ask you, in terms of sports divorce, what is the most notable that you've had sports-wise? Someone leaving your team, a coach leaving you to your team, you turning your back on a franchise. Uh, was it a happy divorce? Was it an acrimonious divorce? Well, I was, I was thinking, hearing you guys talking about this, 
you've had them right with teams that I was I was a fan of, but I was just thinking overall sports. I think that Brett Favre one was one of those all timers, but I actually some for some reason you know what popped in my head, and I was not a fan of the this team by any stretch, but Joe Montana and the 49ers, you have to go back and read this story or go back and look. I, I recall it from, you know, being old <laughs> uh, at that time. But Joe, when Joe Montana and Steve Young and Montana's hurting out for the year and Young starting, but the fans still want Montana and, the, and Montana didn't want to go. Montana wanted the Chiefs and the Niners wanted to trade him to the Cardinals. And those were the, the older days where people weren't moving around as much. And it would be like when you leave, you're you know you're dead to the fans, and that 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 was a really ugly one that I encourage everyone to go back and, and read about if if you're not totally familiar with it. Uh, real quick, Steve, could you tell us about Duffy's Sports Grill? Wow, you want me off quick? I know, really I know, mad. we're up against it. I'm not mad. We're just Jeez. up against it. It's one fifty two. Oh wow! Okay, Ken. I guess uh, you know now. Ken, Ken, this is like some communism uh, uh, thing. Like, if I don't agree with your opinion, I'm out. No, well, we're gonna miss the breaks here. Seven o'clock. Go. It's fine. It's fine. Go, everyone knows I'm right. That's what. It's like hanging up on a call. We're gonna, we, we're, we're, we're gonna miss it. the break. Uh, I get it. All right, Duffy's go there. MVP card. You know the 80 TVs in each one. You know the wings. The three new sauces. Incredibly award-winning and many benefits when you use your Duffy's MVP card. Okay, guys, you can suppress my voice. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. That is Theo. that is Stone. I'm Ken Levicka, Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3.